are back. Welcome to the Print Your Games podcast, the podcast about what's new and awesome in 3D printing for gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param. And I'm Christian Sowards, also known as Seventh Mastery. And uh, advanced apologies to the listeners. I've got a bit of the allergies and or a cold and or something that is making me feel all sniffly and nasally. And I will try to... Uh, to bully through this, but uh, you will definitely hear a, a slightly squeakier param for this episode. Uh, it's you know slightly what? squeakier params are cute, though, so that's Aww. fine. So there's another reason I'm going to be slightly more squeaky. Oh? Because this is the episode where I get to say, I've been printing rats. I've been printing <laughs> so many rats. I get to print so many squeaky little good boys. It is so wonderful. I've got 20 of the halberd rats printed up from nice. One Page Rules. I've got another 20 of the spear rats printed up. I'm trying to pick out my heroes. And I'm like trying to wonder, am I going to stay One Page Rules purist with this army? Just to have like, you know, rep the company brand because, you know, I do work for them. So I want to like, you know show support in some way or man there's so many really great mouseling options out there i know Cobra those... has made some really cool looking ones well and... i was thinking of those oh. lord of the print sparrow uh-huh air, those air look great infantry or whatever they are air, not uh, air people cavalry yeah. i don't know they, they got mounts they're they're birds and then duncan shadows has like an entire line of little oh, cute yes. mouse characters including like a mouse hero riding a squirrel with a lance and i'm just like i'm all about squirrel lance mouse i and, had to uh, uh get those mouselings for the mounted owlbear uh mouseling guy that i had mm. in one of my games so yes yes and i am glad that like right now there's like three different artists doing mice for my that i could pick from like just right now and there's been countless of other artists that have done really good uh mice options if i wanted to do like the warhammer purist approach like titan forge has got that and then there's eman g over on cults and then cult and then not related to cults 3d but cult miniatures also did this amazing mouse set or rat set that you could do that just looks amazing and like released it all at once like as one of their monthly packs it was like here every single thing in the skaven army all I was about to say, I've seen some serious Skaven stuff, like uh, yeah. Gamak, um, mm -hmm. oh, is it yeah. Clay Beast Creations did uh, a hybrid Wraith, uh, like Ghost, ghost Skaven. Ghost Mousies! Yeah, ghost they're really Skaven. cool. They're like, it's, it, that is a cool set, because it's meant to be like really cool proxies for this, this not the Soulblot. What's the other, what's the what's the other army called in Sigmar? Night Haunt? Night Haunt, yeah. Yeah. Uh, proxies for not haunt that ev evoke the scaven it's just so great it's just so awesome we've already got c catlett alex and james in chat hey welcome y'all hey, uh we're talking about projects i'm talking about cool masses um and like gamics you mentioned gamics they did like rats but asian inspired which is yeah, also really cool they're really really neat like the, the big sorcerers are my favorite yeah Duncan is all rats, but what if cute? What if what it was if based off of like mouselings and stuff? And um, I think those would probably mesh better with the the middle road of OPR. OPR definitely has. Yeah. They almost remind me of like what if Bretonians but mouse. You yes, know, yes, like... yes. Because they're all noble. It's like yeah. it's like I really love it. They're like they're not like little disease scariers. They're like, we are proud massy defenders. We will defend the realm from the bad things. Be very Cause... nice for some D D players who needed proxies for like a more cleaned up mousy yeah. type character so many np characters could be made because they've got the engineers and they're like really cool and then the little mass helpers like trying to tune the sights on the end of the sniper rifle and the one that's like trying to roll the cannonball towards the gunners and i just love this set so much and I, i'm going to print a 2000 point army of it absolutely <laughs> it's gonna be crazy it which it was just saying something because i'm burning my printer up doing them um because 2000 points of any rat army is a lot. lot of rats yeah, yeah. it's like because like one of my units of 20 only hits like 210 points do you ever get <laughs> scared playing something like that against like aoe's though like a big flame burst or something and just gonna like go down in a squeaking nightmare i mean it does worry me in games like that because mm -hmm. you know but at the same time i get to see my 
my opponent's face light up in, with glee when the fireball hits. And it's Aww. like, oh, there we go. I've provided them with an entertainment. And also, did I mention there's a billion of them? It's not sure. such a huge loss when I have six other units of 20 rats on the same table. <laughs> your your uh, speed paint game is going to have to like skyrocket uh, to get that all done. This is going to be my slap chop army. I am not going to do... like This is the opposite of the elves, where the high elves, I was like, and then I'm going to layer seven layers of blue on this cloth, and then paint in the filigree and, and get that face perfect no 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 this is going to be and then green and then fur and then next <laughs> right right still it's uh, gonna be a, a challenge i ad, i admire and look forward to seeing you slog through that because i don't uh, think i have two thousand points of anything well uh, that's not entirely true well when i'm on my game i can usually paint 12 models a night in about an hour and a half so nice. I should be able to get these all painted up, especially if I'm willing to accept these are slap chop mess. Right. Hey, yeah, I've actually uh, got sort of some repetitive stress injury in my elbow actually right now oh, no. because I've been I've been going at it, um, even just dry brushing. You know, like oh, I can no. I can do myself dirty. So oh no. So like, are you gonna have to like learn to paint with like your elbow or something? I could probably actually do with my right hand, especially like the less detailed work. I'm I'm almost in that ambidextrous thing. Anyway, I, I can write with my right hand, even though I'm left-handed. But um, neither are quality penmanship. <laughs> uh -huh. So hopefully I can develop some control there. But I've actually just been trying to go easy uh, and do more project planning and printing more than I have been painting the last two weeks. Because... Um, well, my, my biggest thing is I get right before game night, I print off a bunch of stuff and then I have like 12 minis to paint from like Thursday night to Saturday morning before I run that game or from Sunday night to Monday night, you know, like I get these crunches. That's bad. Oh, well, I mean, at least you're getting stuff done and getting some hobby time in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you showed me you have been recently putting together a new army of your own for, is this for kill team? It's mostly for kill team. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of like dithering and printing things and kind of looking at them and seeing if I really like the models, but yeah, that's from immaterium God that's going up there and they're horrifying, which of course I love for our audio listeners. What is it you're, you're trying to make? Um, well, I'm just probably going for like a small, it, quite frankly, it would probably be for skirmish for, uh, Grimdark for OPR, but oh, just so uh, Grimdark Future Firefight. Right. Well, I I have tons of demons, and I I am mm -hmm. always adding them because I use them in a lot of my fantasy RPG stuff. But I don't have very many chaos um, sci-fi figs, you know, like at mm -hmm. all. And these are very unique. Um, the ones you pulled up right now uh, are I don't even know what what do you think the the proxy would be there like? I have no idea. I'm not I'm not up on my chaos or my uh, void demons or or anything. They got a lot of power demons. fist looking options. Um, yeah, and and chaos is all like just bolt metal two thing, and it's a unit. And yeah, and they all like, look like horrific monstrosities. <laughs> I kind of like the fact that these kind of look like they have maybe the skull, mm -hmm. and then just a bunch of like tubes mm -hmm. plugged into the skull. Like I don't even know if there's a real person yeah. in there. I guess it looks like there might be some muscle, but it's yeah. all cyborg demon modded out looks pretty rad. To, to, to describe him for our listeners, he, he's showing me a model that looks like a minotaur with giant arms, because it's got the hooves, like the demon hoof thing going on, about the size of a minotaur model, I would guess, so like a two-inch base. But the face of Immortan Joe. <laughs> uh, Alex says they're probably proxies for corn marines. I was thinking, David, what David just said mutated, I was thinking maybe they're supposed to be proxies for that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, oh, Dusky says machine zombies. He's in. Yep, yep. These are more classic chaos marines. Looking the ones that you've just moved to another one. They have kind of like almost a built-in standard or something on their backs. Yeah, lots well, like it's like space marines with spikes and skulls. Which, well, I have to say the spikes because even normal space marines have skulls all over everything. I do not. I've been playing dark tide a lot lately if it's mm -hmm. a new uh game that's come out uh it's a, a horde shooter video game set in 40k universe where you play a bunch of rejects 
in a planet that's being overrun by chaos cultists. Mm. And I am constantly shooting my allies because the quote unquote good guys from the <laughs> Imperium are all dressed in black and covered in skulls. And the yeah. bad guys are all dressed in black and covered in skulls, but they have more spikes than we do. <laughs> Yeah, looking at this though, like I, I don't know. I think that's just a, a good standard little chaos thing. I do like that the uniqueness of the Immaterium God does have some like mm-hmm. some different motifs on their chaos. Um, you know, what is it, the arrow spread thing and, and things like that. There's the vibe is there, but they are definitely not just knockoffs of yeah. the GW stuff. Yeah. I could tell what they're trying to be, but I couldn't point to a single GW sculpt and say it's that one. Right. Oh, Alex this says is... they look Nurgle inclined. Uh, spoiler alert: I definitely am heading for some Nurgle stuff, both with uh, Battle Yak has some coming out, and then um, the Wild Mesh people have some good Nurgle stuff that right. looks like it's coming out. So, and the and the very next model in your set that you submitted is just I'm guessing the leader because it stands yeah. taller, has a big giant claw and a cape, just covered in skulls. Just so <laughs> many skulls. So many skulls. I, it's impractical to have that many skulls. At least I'm I'm happy that like the skulls in the back are like from different alien species, and it's not just human skulls. Well, you got it. You got to have your representation. It matters in all things, Param, especially right. skulls. And for some reason, it's important that he plugs his sword via nasty tubes into his arm. Well, you know. I'm not sure what the sword is doing that it needs to be plugged into his arm. But maybe it siphons blood so you can just like, you know, eat on the go. Oh, okay. I mean, just licking that giant freaking two bladed sword like a lollipop, skipping yeah, through the minefield. Sucks right down the tube and goes into the processor, you know, his back, maybe. I don't know. And then big giant guns. I, I support models with big giant guns. Always, the, always, always. Those feel very classic to me. They're they're um like chaos burst looks very GW to me. Mm-hmm. speaking of which though because i was all like ready to kind of double down on all these and then i i opened my uh new avg art, art villains promo for this month and what uh-huh. was in it more what? chaos dudes oh, of course it is you need your spikes and tentacle monsters right right well and speaking of tentacles cyberforge dropped a whole bunch of mutated Oh yeah, Cyberforce. The last few months has been just chaos, chaos, chaos. Yes, so so shocking. No one. What three months do I have of (laughs) Cyberforge? I mean, honestly, with the what Cyberforge has dropped the last few months and their commitment to just like complete army sets, kind of like Gamic does now, and before moving on, whereas before Mm -hmm. they would just like a unit here, a unit there, like. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. You'll you'll be able to make any chaosy inspired model you want now. Your library's so big. Right, right. Well, with those those three kind of coming in hard, and then um, part of the about a third of the stuff from Wild Mesh has also been chaos, and Wild Mesh just dropped their first loyalty reward, Ooh. and I can't show it on air because oh. she's she's naughty. Oh, oh boy. But uh, one of the best um, Slanish probably proxies for their demon lord um although she's not the kind of um between genders like that one is she's she's definitely one gender and she's showing it off a lot we'll just say that (laughs) yeah i have noticed in the 3d printing space when you give artists unlimited creativity and no Mm -hmm. filter whatsoever and Mm -hmm. the, the fact that the stores will sell any of it they want that you need to be careful sometimes when doing a scroll through my mini factory because it's like oh and oh wow that's a whole that's a whole lot of that all at once yes like those daemonets that are spidery and well mm-hmm. positioned we won't talk about them anymore <sighs> but yes i got options and a lot of them and nicely because i'm kind of focusing on chaos i can still use a, a good chunk of their monstery stuff for fantasy stuff too because mm-hmm. i'm like that so you've got your inner chaos taken care of you know yeah. what else i've been taking care of that's hobby related what's that ordering bases this, i do this comes do, up later in the episode yeah. again i do like to 3d print my bespoke bases uh such as like 
the the like the cool Titanforged Wood Elf bases that I have printed off for uh, my my sister's little Wood Elf army, mm -hmm. um, and you know the really cool like undead bases with all the lanterns and skulls and you know and it makes sense for undead to have a bunch of skulls because they're friends, sure or potential friends. Well, and like my night haunt, pro night haunt proxies, I have a bunch of them because I did some some Halloween adventures with them in D and D. But um, those bases are all bespoke and cool, and help balance their very ridiculous flight poses. So you need kind of to to use them sometimes for the weight. <laughs> but yeah, they are very big bases sometimes. Like sometimes when you have a bespoke base, it's like more resin than the mini you're gonna put on it. Oh, uh, looking at you, Arc Villain Games. <laughs> yeah, they're cool because, like, they got some of these bases that has like half a clock tower attached to it, and like right? the giant bat monster is going to be like hanging off, hanging of it off of it. Claw. Looks rad, but it's yeah. more resin for that tower than it is for the the bat. <laughs> those bats and are I, big. They, yes, and I love it, and I, I know that you're not always a fan of those. Mm. But sometimes I want to do my own basing, like for mm. all my elves. Um, I did bespoke basing, like putting the gravel and the grit and gluing the grass tufts down and all that stuff. And that's always fun. And so I decided for my rats, because there's like really noble rats looking like, I'm like, I want them to be on the cool grass stuff too. So that, so instead of, you know, 3D printing all these bases, I'm going to be using MDF bases. And the one of the things I love about 3D printing is that I get to customize everything I do which is why I'm really glad that Etsy exists and there mm -hmm. are wonderful vendors. Uh, Warcrest, Warchest Creations is the one I'm, I'm going to hype here because I was able to say, hey, I 3D print these cool movement trays for the various mm -hmm. games I play and I want bases that will just snap in there and right. match. So I need you to laser cut me hundreds of these little wooden bases with magnet holes in the exact right spot so that they will all latch together and all of my little 3D printed cool stuff matches up and they're able to do that. And it's really cool because like they sent me SVG files and I sent them my 3D files and we matched them up and made sure everything would interface perfectly together. And then I'm like, okay, great. Now I need 325 millimeter ones and 200 of the others and I need 132 millimeters and... And all told, it was like 50 bucks oh, for wow. hundreds of bases, hundreds and hundreds of bases. And uh, I've been nice. able to go back and do reorders. So my little mousies are going to be on MDF bases, completely blank, wood sides, with like a real old school look. And I'm going to do uh, like Geek Gaming Scenics' gamer, like pre-made grass mixes. I'm going to use those to get them started. And then I'm going to like hand place little rocks and little 3D printed rubble pieces. And I'm just going to have so much fun getting my little ratties like that's little places to Ugh. stand on before they stab some people. But there's so many of them, Param. I know. It's going to be so fun. It needs to and be. Yes. Yes. David, I will put War Chest Creations in the show notes. Uh, so below the video on YouTube, on the website. Uh, printergames.com on the episode I'll have a link to War Chest Creations. In fact, we're going to have lots of links in this episode Probably. because this episode is about buying stuff. Yep. Specifically, it's the holidays and we're gamers and gamers love stuffs and we're 3D print gamers. So we've got lots of gift ideas and, and, and we're going to come at this from a few different angles. One angle is Hey, you're one of our loyal listeners with a 3D printer. What is some of the cool stuff you would like for Christmas that you can recommend for friends to get you or to get fellow 3D printer gamers in your life? So that's one audience. You has printer. What else would be cool for gifts? Other option is you don't has printer yet. We're going to get you started with a starter printer kit. Like our recommendations for, hey, this like, hey, I need a printer for Christmas. What do I get? And then also we're going to have from the other angle of, hey, I just, I have a printer. Can I use it to make gifts for friends? And finally, just really cool hobby gift ideas for gamers in your life. 
it's a lot, but it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I might have been too ambitious when I put this idea together. I, I'm looking at it. You had the idea. That was that was basically what I was thinking. It's like just give me resin. <laughs> and let's start off with that. Hey, do you have a 3D printing gamer in your life? Or you want to recommend a gift related to 3D printing to friends when they inevitably ask you, hey, can you share your Christmas list? Resin. Resin and filament. And, you know, st the stock stuff is fine. Like, whatever your, your favorite stock stuff, more of that is always welcome because there's always more projects to do. But I also think that specialty resins or filament are also a good idea here. This is like... Hey, somebody get me a, a bottle of Tenacious for Christmas. That's a gift that lasts a long time. Cause I'm or, you know, put... a, a rat army. <laughs> yeah, or one rat army. That's a list that's going to last me one rat army. Uh, honestly, let's be fair to 3D printing. I'm going to get a whole rat army out of a single bottle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, especially since they're, they're little guys. They're not like the big, crazy, skaven, 14-tailed, floating wizard types. This is also a great time to get like really pretty filament. Is it purple and have glitter in it? That's a great gift. Is it like, uh, and also like if you know their printers can handle it, specialty filaments. Like, is it rubber? Is it wood? Is it right. like got really cool properties? That's just, you know, we, we, we can all use stock gray hatchbox every day of the week to get our next model set printed out that we're going to paint. But, you know, sometimes I want my flexi dragon toy that I got off cults to, to be purple, sparkly, and awesome. Gradient, shimmering. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I really wish I knew if that Sunlu stuff was good. Because that uh -huh. Sunlu deal I showed you, uh -huh. uh, this is for anybody who's listening live or, or like in the first day or two of upload. I'm sorry, otherwise, because I think the sale is going to end in a couple of days. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's advertised $17.99 a bottle. And I know it's better than the stuff I normally get at that price point, but I don't know how much better it is. But they also had transparents, uh, red and green specifically in that same price point, which you I very rarely see transparent that cheap. Um, and so that's super cool. Uh, and actually, a lot of the resins came down to $16.99 a bottle when I saw it, but they're just advertising what the average or you know, like most common price point was, so... Um, yeah, if you're in chat right now and you've used Sunlu and you didn't hate it, let me know because I've been dithering about whether or not to order some at that price point. You have to order six, I want to say, or it's three or six. It's it's a quantity, but um, I know that's only good for a couple more days, though. <laughs> yes, David, almost eighteen dollars. <laughs> uh, I've been super happy that uh, like. It seems like Elgu's ABS, like my favorite go-to resins, down to thirty bucks a bottle right now on the nice. regular. It's <laughs> usually forty, so like that was a happy day because I ordered a bunch of it because I was really unhappy with navy gray. I mean, it's just it just did not live up to my expectations. Yeah, yeah. I've had really good luck with just uh, any cubic with a little tenacious. Was been kind of my my favorite so far. I need to try the AnyCubic stuff. I haven't. I need to give it a shot. Also, I need to try this stuff that Cheetubox sent me, uh, which is like got cool sculpt resin. Hmm. And uh, I need to try that out because I hear good things about it. Um, we have some questions in chat. Herberto Vale, if that icon matches up, they're uh, one of the creators of some really super awesome minis uh confirm that in chat if if you're a sculptor herberto if you're the one i'm thinking of I'm i, I believe it out. is actually who um, you're thinking of does the resin smell like fruitcake i have not met resin that smells like fruitcake and i never want to because we shouldn't drink the forbidden milkshakes i don't want anybody tempted to drink the resin do not drink the resin Capsule Chibi, yes, you do yep. some of the, uh, so Herberto Vell's in chat, thanks, uh, Sculptor Capsule Chibi, um, they do some of the most awesome, cute Chibi minis going, so do check them out if you can, uh, uh, send us a message and I'll throw a link to your stuff in chat, uh, the sisters, uh, Chibis, I want to print so badly, 
um, because that little nun tank with the little cute chibi guard sticking out of it is just the glorious mini. Um, I haven't, uh, haven't seen them around in a bit, so super glad to see it. Um, Herberto Vell says, by the way, I once bought resin for Form 1 Plus with pumpkin spice flavor. <laughs> what? Why would you? Do not I drink mean... the resin. Do not drink the resin. Do not drink the resin. It will kill you. But if any flavor was going to make it in there, I am not surprised it was that. We've got to have our PSL everywhere. Oh, okay. Uh, also, uh, Herbert's pointing out that they also have a print-to-play game, Magical Girl Assault. I need to check that out. That sounds oh. awesome, actually. Yeah, that, that's like I'm a big Madoka Magica fan, and uh, so so do do so we need to do Gen Con, do, do a do a Magical Girl Assault event. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, special resin is an option, and David coming in and chat with a killer suggestion that I didn't see on my list and not it might have been on yours which is second resin vat yes a second set of, one of those sets of resin vats for the printer is a perfect little gift because then you can have multiple resins going at the same time without having to clean all your stuff every single time you want to swap resin because sometimes i want to print mint green goblins and sometimes i want to print translucent fireballs and i don't want to have to do the whole clean up pour it back in the bottle dance every single time i want to get fireballs amen i, I do have multiples now yes, but one I, one of them was because i had an FP, fep leak and i was really lazy but aw. i do <laughs> i have done that i have with my mars i absolutely did buy a two pack of um vats because they said they had the FEPs pre-installed because I did not want to change them. And it was only like 15 bucks of that. And back then, FEPs were $10 a piece. So, so I was yeah. like, five more bucks and I don't have to do it myself? Sold! Now FEPs are expensive. Um, and that's are even more expensive because Saturn. Though I do, I, Saturn. I, I should probably pick up some spare vats for my Saturn. I don't have one. I read that. Dad's suggest Dad's RC workbench is suggesting the fancy NFEP. I have some that I intend to print, put on my printer and test. And I was going to wait till my little FEP gave out this next time to do that. And for some reason, that has convinced this FEP to, to go live forever. beast mode and live forever. I have gotten four hundred miniatures off of that new FEP since off of that old FEP since I bought the replacement for it. It never wants to give up. I, uh, of course, just before I heard about the FEP stuff, I had bought a five pack, so I still have three more to go through before I switch to anything fancier. Hiroto coming in with a recommendation that's going to actually uh, cause a little bit of a controversy here. Digital file gifts would be great if you could. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm because... just going to say we complained about this last year. Mm -hmm. I have last complained year. to it directly to my manufacturing CEO in a video chat. Please. I need to be able to buy gift cards gift cards so i can my gift factory. my yes i have lots of people in my life now that are 3d printing i would love to be able to buy them a gift card so that they could get the files or gift them a year of a tribe that would be a wonderful gift that would be somebody. cool too yeah yeah i understand that there's going to be some complexities about tribes or files specifically because mm -hmm. they might already have them so what do you do like like uh, it's tragic and I still haven't even realized or done much about this, but I had mammoth factories like early, early, early tier. And then it didn't show up anymore. And so I didn't realize I was subbed to them and it let me sub to them again. Yeah. So I actually had three months of two tribes to one person and didn't realize it. And then of course, because I was panicking when I realized what had happened, I deleted one, but which one did I delete? The legacy oh, no. one I can't redo. Oh no. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Good times. So what's another great gift for a 3D printing gamer in your life? I'm going to say a metric Allen key set. Specifically the ones that are the little screwdrivers because they're much more efficient. And 
specifically, I'm going to recommend one that has the sizes 2, 2.5, 3, and 5 millimeters. I have a, a specific one to uh, to link to that covers this on uh, available on Amazon for twenty bucks. So like right in that like sweet spot for you know gift friend gift or or acquaintance gift, and because uh, it's so much easier when you're using those screw ones to change your your FEP. Because I hate when I have to use the little like L Allen wrenches that it came with. Cause it takes me all day to unscrew mm -hmm. the 47 screws it takes to change an FEP in the Saturn. And I just want the little I, you cool recall, ones. I had you on moral support the first time I did that. You were on, like mm -hmm. we were in a chat and I was like, okay, I'm going to start this. And I, mm -hmm. I finally messaged you like, what was an hour and a half later? I did it. Mm -hmm. It works. Yep. <laughs> but that was nerve wracking. Cause I actually was too tight at first. Yeah. If I'm not doing great mentally, like I will let the printer sit for days, dreading an FEP change. Yeah, yeah. Um, on on my list, um, way back down, I know Dad, our Dad's RC workbench mentioned uh, a UV curing light. Um, yes, I definitely think that that's a, a good thing, especially if you're going to start getting into multi-piece resin welding, or if you want to call it that, or fusing. Um, like I've been contemplating um, some of the big loot pieces. Um, loot Studio just did this massive undead walker with a battle platform on its back. And it's like a giant that's been like hobbled and it's like crawling and it's so cool. And it's just massive, but I want to build it, but um, it's going to be a, a beast. I want to say it's segmented in 12 pieces ish. It's a lot. Um, but I would, I've seen enough, um, stuff especially specifically with loots for some reason about people using um resin welding um instead of glue to do it and i think it's the way to go probably especially since it covers up some of your gaps you know which gap fill is another thing you could get also speaking of which <sighs> the tiny little uv curing wands or the uv curing pins are great mm -hmm. so that you can like poke it into the little hole to cure the inside of a hollowed out print that's 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 also if you're gonna my walls those. my walls would would definitely approve their tiny tiny little drilled holes you need to put bigger holes in your prints when you hollow them <laughs> well you can't tell there's actually more than just the three you can see i'd had others and they actually filled and cured when i was draining <laughs> mm. like yeah yeah um also like Extra UV curing lots, just like the normal big block ones come in handy. Like modern ones you can get on Amazon, they come with like little feet that bolt to them so that you can set them. Like they, they know who the market is uh, mm -hmm. for these products now. And so they're starting to make them like specialized. So I saw one that had like little feet so that you could just, it stood itself up. I didn't have to build a little plastic enclosure for it. Like I had to for my first uh, curing chamber. Yeah, and you can just get the curing bucket that way. You just get a big old metal bucket, put the light on top of it, give the bucket a shake every now and then, and you got printed parts. Nice. Yeah. Um, another one, this is a safety-related one. Okay. A nice respirator, like a good quality respirator that doesn't, that fits nice and won't be super uncomfortable to wear, not just for like when you're working around the printer, because you know, you know, there's some people do and don't do that when they're near the printer, especially if they got filtering already. But like, if you're doing anything with 3d printed models, you're going to want to sand them. You're going to want to like paint them, drill them. them, drill them, stuff like that. And that puts resin dust in the air and resin dust is very, very bad for you. Mm -hmm. um, and this is true no matter if it's a 3D printed resin or a model, a resin model you have. In fact, as hobbyists, there's lots of things that are very bad for you to breathe in and um, for various reasons. So a nice, like a 3M respirator or just a, you know, usually you can get one of these for about 20, 30 bucks that just doesn't feel terrible to wear and doesn't pinch you is, is, is good. And that's our C-Bench is also recommending uv protection glasses or goggles which is also useful i tend to not use resin. them because i well yes you want normal goggles for uh, or glasses for splatter resin things but 
I was talking about uh, you also don't want to look at UV lights directly. So if you have a situation where you have the cure lights and not a cure chamber, um, don't look at the UV light because you can literally sunburn your eyeballs and that hurts and that will hurt for a while. Yeah. Stepping things up bigger, the washing cure station that matches the printer of the person you're buying for. Great gift. Super wonderful gift. Makes life so much better as a 3D printer. I I, I have done the, the two-part wash. I've done the uh the um the, the homemade cure station. Just just having a, a washing cure where you can just put the plate directly into the water and then your stuff comes clean and no messy resin, no half an hour worth of cleanup after a print. You're good. And I'm exaggerating. It only takes like a few minutes to clean up. But you don't have to do it because you didn't make a mess because your everything got handled for you. And it's awesome. I still want a good solution for the um, alcohol post when it gets slurry gray. I still do not have a good solution for that. Right now, my solution is to take an old milk jug, put the slurry gray alcohol in it, set it outside let it become slurry, like let the, the stuff cure into the bottom, wait till a sunny day comes around, open the top of it, alcohol evaporates, all I'm left with is sludge, milk jug full of sludge goes in garbage. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Once it's fully cured, that's probably the safest thing to do with it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is true, David's saying, if you get the bigger washing cure station, so like the Mercury Plus is the one that's designed for the Saturns, happens to also be designed to handle two Mars 3 plates at the same time. Hmm. Fancy. Mm -hmm. um, Herberto is saying a small flood UV light is very helpful just to sanitize the space. This is true. I guess yeah. I should use that. I'd, I'd never thought about doing that's that. That's actually way. a really a good idea. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Because I have my old cure light still kicking around and I just I just don't use it. Yeah. And speaking of workspaces, one of the ones that I have had recommended by multiple people is um, just silicon baking mats. Yes, that's on my just, list too. Silicon yeah. mats, because it nothing sticks to it. You're easily able to wash it off. Yep, and you know, you just cure it and just flex it and everything pops off. You just wash it off when you're done. And dude, that's a very good solution. Um, they're definitely, I think I have links to the just basic Amazon ones in our list. So. Mm -hmm. Dead's RC Bench is recommending the metal funnel with removable filter. Also a handy thing to have. I still use the coffee, the, not the coffee, the paint filter things that your printers come with. Because you can get 200 of them for $2. Um, I should probably switch to the metal one. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get through that 200 anytime soon. So one of the things I do like about my cheap, rich opto resin. Uh -huh. Is when you buy them, you get a random tool <laughs> in every bottle. So like... <laughs> There is uh, some nice silicon nipple like snap uh, funnels that go on uh -huh. the top of your thing. So you can kind of pour stuff in and then filter it back out through the bottles. Mm -hmm. So you can just go back and forth easily. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. some spatulas that come with them. So it's, it's like a, it's like a happy meal. You get like a random little prize <laughs> to every bottle. And I got some metal filters from there that were pretty good too. Uh, and a scraper was pretty good. Um, but I was also going to say, if you want a stocking stuffer for your 3d print nerd, Mm -hmm. uh resins i mean um uh, silicon stir sticks also um yep. and really... as herberto is saying silicon stir sticks also silicon funnels and yeah I do recommend I, that i think i said rubber the the nipple things the nipple funnels are silicon mm -hmm. that come with it yeah. so. so silicon funnels are great because they wash super easy just like the reason we recommend silicone and everything else and if you get the silicon funnel uh, this is the answer to the dad's RC workbench uh, comment. Then you can put the paper filter in the silicone funnel and you get this nice big wide mouth to just pour your vat into. Uh, but you do have to keep it upright on the Elegoo bottles with one hand. With the Soraya Tech bottles, not so much. Uh, the funnel will actually stand pretty sturdy there. Have I accidentally spilled resin all over my mat because the funnel fit tipped without me holding it? Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. So that's a lesson I only had to learn once. 
Oh, what else we got next? Anything cool for printers? We've got so many more things still. Oh boy. Uh, you're saying printers still specifically for if you have for for people with printers. What's good gifts for people with printers? Okay. Um, I did find a link for just a really broad resin toolkit um, that uh -huh. I thought was really cool. Uh, you can even just pull it up pretty easily on Amazon, but it has, uh, you know, some of the same stuff we've been talking about, the stir sticks, whatever. It has a little scale. It has um, tweezers. It has um, sandpaper, uh, scraper, uh, wedge thing. It's not pictured in the preview image, but I think there's even a small saw with it. Like, it's just so much stuff. Really reasonable price point. Again, it will be in the show, show notes, but... Awesome. Um, uh, just really, really cool. And, you know, it's got a couple stir cups and stuff that we'd probably use more for like a dice making or something, but it's still just overall a really great value for a printer, I think. Yeah. I think this kit was more designed for the people that do the two part pouring of resin, but that right. means that it is also super useful for us that don't have to worry about pouring exact halves of resin. Uh, though those little cups, I do use one of those little cups to measure out my resin to make sure I get my tenacious mix right. Right. Also, right. plastic little syringes to get resin out your vat. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, that has pipettes in it, I'm pretty sure, too, as well. So That would be a lot of pipettes. Those pipettes hold, like, seven milliliters. Well, again, I'm talking more for, like, resin welding stuff here. I oh, don't okay. know why I'm obsessed with that right now. I just am. Uh I'm just sitting there imagining one of those little pippets trying to empty my Saturn vet. Squirt, <laughs> squirt, squirt. No, squirt. No. <laughs> Saturn vets have a pour for a reason. They have a little. Mm. Man, try what Jupiter. I, I'm glad I don't have a Jupiter. Emptying the Jupiter must be nuts. That would be one of those things where I would have been trying to print down to mm -hmm. the very last drop of that vat before I even tried to clean it out. So let's switch gears here. You don't have a printer yet. What does your gift list look like for I want a printer? Oh, at this point, I would I would go to a Saturn, but I would say I guess we still have the other option of the what Mars 3. So the um, Mars 3 is a good intro option, a Saturn 1 or a Saturn 8K would be in my recommendation there. I don't know that I'd recommend starting on the Saturn 2 while the Saturn 8K exists in the world. Yeah. Um, I think the 8K just has all the features you'd care about. You can get any cubic photon mono 4K for 189 bucks right now. And that is maybe the steal right now. Now, problem there is, hey... Uh, you know, any cubic support isn't as good as Elgu support, but you know, people in like my experience, I will agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah, but 189 bucks to get started with a really great quality printer would be is is kind of kind of insane right now. So here's my terrible thing to say about buying your any cubic. <laughs> Buy it mm -hmm. through Amazon or another third party that will let you <laughs> do returns if there's an issue. This is true. But yeah, you can get, I think you can get it from Amazon for that price right now. James um, says we so. should give people links to our podcast for Christmas. Well, we're free. <laughs> but the link, you know, it's, it's, it's the labor of finding that link. I don't know. I don't know. So on Amazon, it's one ninety four, So $5 more, but yeah, I'd totally get it through Amazon. But for ease of returns, etc. Mm -hmm. That RC work uses Vox Lab Proxima 2K. Oh. Yeah. If you have the extra hundred bucks to spend, I personally would get the Mars 3 Pro. Uh, because then you get the built-in filters, which is mm -hmm. lovely to have the built-in filters. Um, Especially not... if it's new to your house, because people aren't used to the smell. So filters would be good to not have smell. Yeah. And as for Dad's RC's uh, Vox Lab that you just mentioned, I have no experience with those printers whatsoever, so I can't recommend one way or the other. But hey, that's another brand to look into. Um, if you're also getting started with 3D printing, remember you're going to need the gloves, you're going to need a UV light, and, a cure, and you're going to need to make a cure chamber. So 
the shopping list is a little bit longer. There's usually probably an extra hundred bucks in miscellaneous stuff you're going to have to buy to get started. But again, these are mostly going to be one-time expenses, except for the resin, which you will be buying forever and, and giggling happily every time you get a new bottle. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. oh, I really wish you could gift uh, subs and files because like that's that'd also be like the perfect gift for for somebody so so listen industry i know many people that work in the industry convinced my mini factory and tribes and all them to let us buy gift cards darn it you can't gift subs for patreon either can you i don't think so like there's this very little ways because because then you get like you could buy the files and then give them, but then you run into like actually the licensing and the legalities of this get real complicated. Yeah, I do not like yeah. that. I do not mm -hmm. do not buy me files. That yeah. that that's weird because then it's mm -hmm. yours and it not really ever. I don't I don't like that. And yes, if you have a washing cure, Lord Novus, you do not need to make the cure box. Um, but we're assuming getting started, like a washing cure is an extra expense on that. Like the best thing in the world, and I know we did this when we bought, oh, when uh, No Direction got together to buy Owen Casey Stevens uh, printer. We bought the printer and the washing cure, and like it's just a giant package of everything you'll ever need. Here you go. Um, so like if you can, like if sky's the limit and you've got 500 bucks in your pocket, get the printer, get the washing cure, uh, get the gloves, get the resin, you'll be able to print entire legions of armies or tables filled with terrain in no time your DD &D games will always have the exact right monster you need from then on yeah all right so that's our recommendation for getting started but you know we have printers and we print things for games most often minis and or terrain so painting and hobbying is part of this because full color printers aren't quite there yet they're still tens of thousands of dollars and they still kind of suck right now to be honest yeah I'm, I'm betting by the time they're good uh, they won't fit in my you know um assisted living uh room because <laughs> that's about the age i expect to be I don't know. I think in five years or so we will have like good quality, affordable, full color printers. Uh, like they probably won't be as good as you can paint, but they'll probably be as good as some people can paint, and sure. that's all that matters. If they, I bet they'll be as good as a Whiz Kids Common, the ones they don't have the extra paint steps on that makes them look decent. Fair enough. Right. So, I think right now. For the mini, this is also work for gift ideas for the gamers in your life, whether or not they have printers. Yeah, I think the 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 top gift to get if they don't have one is a vortex mixer, because it is a it is a night and day difference of quality of life as a miniature painter to have a vortex mixer. Because so, for listeners who don't know what that is, what is that? A vortex mixer is a small little electronic puck that goes on your paint desk. And it has like a rubber top and you press a bottle of paint or whatever onto the top of it. And it vibrates and spins incredibly quickly, like stupid, stupid, stupid fast. They are usually used in laboratories to mix stuff together for science reasons. And you'll often see them on like episodes of CSI and stuff, but tattoo artists and miniature painters and also like beauty youtubers love them because you can take your paint and put it to the bottom of that and in a few seconds your paint will be mixed up properly because one of the most frustrating things especially getting started with painting is learning you have to shake the paint up and get it mixed up properly to just get a decent like to get the paint to behave right and flow right because like as a new painter it can be frustrating if like ketchup water comes out the tip of your paint um, instead of like nice, wonderful paint that you can use. That and is a beautiful so, and terrible thing to call it because it's totally like that or that mustard yeah. drip. Yeah. And so uh, uh, you can get a decent little vortex mixer these days for like 50 bucks, 40 bucks, um, up to about 100. And used to these things were like 200 bucks at minimum yeah. to get into it. And so like only like serious painters were getting into them. But now you can pick them up for like 40 bucks. 
and it's like that's like the perfect little gift for a painter that doesn't have one because I will I'm telling you now it is such a quality of lifesaver like I don't have to sit there and shake my paint for two solid minutes trying to get freaking Corvax white to be smooth you'll never get Corvax white smooth you will never get it smooth <laughs> I was about to say, I, uh, my Tesseract Glow, I think I put on, there's a little, I, I'm still using a, a nail polish shaker. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's even even 15 minutes on there barely gets it kind of back together after it's separated. Putting the mixing beads in the paint, even if you have a mixer, helps a lot because it just speeds up the process. Yeah. Um, there is a little, another option option for that hobbyist use that is like a little sir wand that is really just the handle for one of those personal fans you can get at the fairs but instead it has like a little stir stick at the end of it those don't work well list. for us <laughs> those do not work well for us because they will not fit into standard size dropper bottles the, oh, the ends enough. of them don't i bought one of those they work great for a lot of model hobbyists that use like testers or um, Tamiya paints that have those nice big wide lids or or even GW with nice big wide lids but if you're using like Army Painter or Vallejo or any of the other paint brands we recommend here it won't fit and therefore it useless <laughs> so do not get that one get um, the nail polish shakers I've had those they do work but it takes a lot longer the it does take mixer, a lot longer in the yeah. worst case scenario, it was like 30 seconds. And that's like, it's a army painter one that's been sitting in the back of the game store for four years. And you can like, you can just see the layer cake of freaking tutti fruity that this thing is made out of from the side of the bottle. And then you can put this on this vortex mixer and 30 seconds later, you got perfect paint again. I, I will say the nail pelt polish shaker is cheap and it's a lot better than nothing. Oh yeah. Um, if you got like, if, if you got if you nothing. Yeah, I think I, I want to say like mine was like 15 bucks or something. I don't remember, but um, yeah, still night and day better than what we had. So you got a general hobby gift suggestion, Kristen? Uh, well, so I put down helping hands. If you just search helping hands, they're usually meant for circuit boards, um, but they're multiple clip, like kind of alligator clips. Um that usually has some of them will have like um, magnifiers or lights built into them. There's you can spend anywhere from like $11 on this thing to like a hundred. Um, the one I have, I think just has like multiple arms. Cause I find like the, like the form brace, whatever you're going to use that when you're having trouble peeling off supports, you can put a piece in there and, and get in there and use your tweezers or whatever. You can use it during painting a lot. Um, you know, it's just, it's, there's a lot of times I would want that extra support. And the thing that I mostly find it interesting for right now and want it for is I'm doing more live streaming. So like mm. to hold it up in front of a camera at an angle that with my hand, like I can't tell you how obnoxious it is to hold a, a mini up, trying to keep it in focus while you're like, whatever, especially cause I do TikTok, and it's a, it's on a phone, right? That camera is not like super adjustable and posable and whatever. I have a good arm for it now, finally, but yeah, mm -hmm. uh, getting something up there so that you can work on it and have it in view of a camera, I would totally su suggest something like that. Mm -hmm. <sighs> oh, well, we are running out of time fast. And I'm wondering, we are, we are any, any of the hobby uh, ones you need to shout out to before we move on to the last sections. Um, I'm just trying to think of I just I have a link to the Neat Five Four Level Brightness Lamp. It had really high ratings for a whole bunch of painting hobbyists. Um, it's it's just a good lamp mm -hmm. to paint under. Yeah. Um, and I have a, a fix for my stackable boxes that I talked about a couple times ago. Uh, thinking outside the box, you know, of 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 the box for um, well, we think a lot of gaming hobbies. There's an overlap with Gundam. Just look at Gundam tools if you're looking for other like good things to use Ooh, but i would god I, I, hands there's so many great things in the gundam community that we can use for our hobby so and do you know about god hands Kristen? uh i wrote a third party class called god hand but i don't think you're talking about that <laughs> no no so there are snippers the, the little hobby snippers that we use in, in uh -huh. to, to clip the models from sprue and stuff uh -huh. well the gundam hobbyists they're hardcore about their snippers. Mm -hmm. um, so most snippers actually kind of crush the plastic, which is how they do the cut. Mm 
And yeah. that leaves a little stress. It discolors the plastic and turns it a little bit uh, white. Yep. So high quality snippers, like really high quality snippers, can get away with doing that and actually cut through the plastic without discoloring it. And the best ones are called God Hands, um, which are amazingly sharp. Um, they will like, and they use them on the Gundam kits. You get like right up to the edge of the Gundam and do that perfect little slice. And there won't even be evidence that there was a sprue ever attached nice. to that model. It is perfect. They're like 120 bucks. Oh, wow. And yeah, um, they're incredibly fragile. That's not good. So, we have uh, <laughs> recommendations of of, high, of lower price alternatives. Uh, is that Alexi, uh, AliExpress? Oh, AliExpress has generics. Okay. Uh, um, Roberto says. And uh, Dad's RC Workbench says mic micro mark snippers. High <laughs> grit sandpaper. <laughs> uh, we're trying to avoid the sandpaper, but I get it. Yeah. Um, David Wickham says they are best. I like mine a lot. Uh, you got theirs for 40 bucks. I've never seen them that cheap before. Cool. Uh, I, I also am do the little Gundam building myself, and I like building my little Gundams. And so that's when I've been drooling over God Hands. I was like, ooh, I want, I want. But also, ironically, you don't must, um, those are f most Warhammer fans and miniature hobbyists don't care about them because. We're going to prime the model and repaint it, and you can't see the stress discolorations. That it's that true. Yeah. It only matters if the original plastic is going to be showing. <sighs> All right. Last section, you said. Last section. Stuff as a 3D printer we can print as presents. My first recommendation is Dice Towers. I don't like Dice Towers, but people love Dice Towers. I, I totally agree with you, though. I don't, I don't get it, but like at the mm -hmm. same time, people just they love them. They love them. You get some fancy like that freaking purple sparkly filament and print a unicorn <laughs> dice tower, and they're gonna love it. Or or really cool dice boxes and dice trays. Like they got little like Thingiverse is filled with them. You can get little dice daggers that you pull the dagger out, and it's got little slots for all your dice in it. Um, it looks like the master sword or a hammer or and like. Yeah, there's all sorts of little dice accessories you can print. It's great. And no matter what the gamer is, they'll appreciate that. If you've got a GM in your life, you can print them a dungeon tile set. That is something mm -hmm. that they will appreciate. Or if you remember our earlier episode, I said more important than the dungeon tile set is the furniture. If you just print like a crap ton of furniture and beds and just like crates and boxes, especially if you're willing to like put a like a dash of contrast paint brown on, on top of most of it like it takes zero time to paint this stuff if you're willing to do that your 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 dm is going to love you he love you so much to have all that it's true it's true mm -hmm. um got a lot of comments flowing through here uh words and paradise towers yeah <laughs> gundam those are tau right yeah right alex that's funny no, I've been thinking like I, I, I Grimdark Futures miniature agnostic. It has rules for the Titan Lords, which is the big giant stompy robots. I could totally run Barbados as my Titan, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Reminds me of the, there was a, a toy war game back in the day. It's like mm -hmm. you could just use OPR rules for that, right? Like just of course, why not? Put your toys out. <sighs> Um, of course, uh, actually, we're going to have to cut this short. Um, you, Hero Forge gift certificate I was going to throw that a one whole out. lot longer yep. if you can print the files for them instead of just a one-off mini. And suddenly it's six of their best NPCs instead of just one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, if you do have a friend that is into wargaming and just ask them what army they want. You know, a bottle of resin that has like the name of their army scribbled across the front of it. That's a good. That's a good gift option too. I was just gonna circle back that to earlier when you get given resin, the chances of you like them not being enriched by it back, even if it's just like you know with monsters to fight or whatever, like they're gonna see that value again. <laughs> so it's kind of a twofer on the gift front. 
And for your normie friends in your life, the little wiggle dragons on cults, always People a great do choice. love those wiggle dragons. Love, love wiggle dragons. Everybody loves dragons. Kids love wiggle dragons. Print a wiggle dragon. <laughs> All, right. All right. We are running out of time, everyone. Um, we very much appreciate y'all coming on the show. We, uh, If you want to find more, you can do so at printyourgames.com where you'll find all the old episodes and links to all our socials and the YouTubes and, and the various episodes. You'll be able to subscribe to the podcast there. And if you want to help out the podcast, then the best things you can do is give us a rating on iTunes or Spotify. That helps boost the visibility of the show a ton, as well as for, uh, sharing the episodes with your friends. You can just like give this episode to your friends in your life and like, look, gift ideas for me. Please listen to what they say and buy them for me. I did actually check all the stuff I put and everything was still deliverable before nice. the holidays. So. Yeah. yeah, and we're going to have this list with all the Amazon links. I don't think they're affiliate links uh, um, into the, the on the episode website. It's too big to fit into the YouTube. So but if you go to the printyourgames.com, I'll have all this stuff here, just links to all the stuff we recommended in this episode. Uh, and Herberto, send me a link to your stuff. Um, uh, find you can you can send it to me. You know, actually, I don't know how you can send it to me. Find me on Facebook, um, and I will happily take that link. Or uh, or hit me up on Discord. I think you can find me on Discord. Um, you can uh, email me at uh, jefferson.thacker at gmail.com. That's an email address that has been killed to death in the public eye. <laughs> and until next time, I'm Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param. I'm Kristen Sowards, also known as Seventh Mastery. Don't forget to use a screen protector. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hmm.